Good evening. Hvaiulta. Happy hell on earth. And a pleasant one evening to you, wherever you may be. Hopefully safe at home because it is scary out there. In the background, this is Anna Homler and Steve Moshier with Unu Da from the 2016 re-release of their early 80s Breadwoman work. Breadwoman and Other Tales came out through the Revenge International label. And prepare yourself for an invisible bed. And please, don't be afraid of anything. Who are you going to call? This is Exploding Head Movies.
me feel good In the background, this is Mark Banning with an excerpt of his 1987 piece, Lunar Eclipse. Found on the compilation, I Am the Center, private issue New Age in America, 1950 to 1990. And we just heard Ray Parker Jr. filtered through the mind of Neil Chichiarega. What we heard was simply called Bustin. It appears on the 2015 album Mouth Moods by the comedian. And that version of Ghostbusters is all I can hear in my mind now. The original version of that song was written by Ray Parker Jr., and it was one of 60 songs that was developed for the 1984 film Ghostbusters. Huey Lewis and the News' song I Need a New Drug was the temp track that all the artists referred to, and that included Lindsey Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac fame. Lewis was also asked to provide a song for the film, but he was busy working on another film, Back to the Future. Parker ran into some difficulty writing a song with Ghostbusters in the title, but upon watching some late-night television, he caught a local commercial which inspired him to turn the song into a jingle for the small business in the film. Ghostbusters the song, much like Ghostbusters the film, was a huge hit, became a number one hit when it came out, and it was nominated for a Best Original Song at the 1985 Academy Awards, but it lost to Stevie Wonder's I Just Called to Say I Love You from the film The Woman in Red. The song Ghostbusters relied a lot on I Need a New Drug, so Huey Lewis filed a lawsuit and everything was settled out of court. But Lewis broke a confidentiality agreement about that settlement in 2001, which resulted in Parker suing Lewis and getting paid. And yes, we started with Anna Holmler and Steve Mosher in the song Unu Da from their 2016 re-release of their early 80s Breadwoman work, which appears on the album Breadwoman and Other Work. And it captures the ritual of youthful meaning-making through sacred voices, minimal electronic gauzing, and a fable that haunts and humors, where poetry meets performance art meets creepy masks. So yes, welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies, your cinematically-inspired program here found on Vancouver's paranormal community radio station, CITR, your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish to Bellingham, West Pass Point Grand, and dipping south across the Sailor Sea. Then our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up through the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet continues to emit scary waves for all to hear. And our signal dives deep into the underground from where we come from, and from where all good things, even zombies, bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in to CITR on channel 7023, at least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. The Exploding Head Movies show page there contains track listings and downloads of this episode along with past ones, and you can find links to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. You can also find the Exploding Head Movies podcast on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosaven, and Stitcher for those times you can't listen live to your crystal wireless or then the shoutcast stream through citr.ca. My name is Gak, and I'll be crossing those streams for the next two hours, so let's all hop into the Ecto-1 and save the day. 
You should have received your complimentary newly regulatory proton pack in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, I'm sure you have a spare neutrino wand in your supply closet to help capture the supernatural. Please note that this is a pre-recorded show made in the home office of Exploding Headquarters, so do not call in. SCIT remains closed due to the coronavirus pandemic. But you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Just keep it short, sweet, and to the point. You can follow Exploding Head Movies on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter, at 100 Air, and on Instagram, I am Myopic Man. So, in honor of this week of Halloween, we'll profile music from the original 1984 film, Ghostbusters. And yes, Halloween is this Saturday, and amongst the actual scares we've had so far in 2020, it's time to provide our own horrors. So it's not all about COVID-19, or climate change, or right-wing authoritarianism, or how things seem to be breaking down. Anyways, Ghosts will be our introductory theme here as we begin with the act Japan, the British New Wave act known for featuring David Sylvan before he went solo in the 80s. And this song off their 1981 album Tin Drum was a top five hit in 1982. This will be Japan with Ghosts. You're now listening to Exploding Ham Movies. Break out the Twinkies and consider the worst.
Music for evenings with Afraid of Ghosts, Not Afraid to Die. The late Vancouver act, known as Music for Evenings, recorded that song in 2011, and you can find that easily on the 2013 compilation Twitch and Gloam, Dark Sounds from the Pacific Northwest. Other acts representing BC, Washington, and Oregon in a gothy mood on that compilation are Lighthouse, Mode Modern, Coban, Grey Gardens, Perpetual Ritual, and Grave Babies, just a name, but a few. Out of the background, this is Kurt Swinghammer from his soundtrack to the 2004 film Ginger Snaps 2, Unleashed. This is mostly ghostly. We profiled two of the Canadian werewolf films as part of that series back in Exploding Head Movies 477 from October last year. Part of this radio show's 2019's horror profiles. And if you're curious, the other films that we touched upon last October included Nosferatu, Monos, and then a podcast rerun from 2016 featuring show antagonist Wolfman Gak. Yes, it's me. I'm not out in the studio, but sometimes I sneak into exploding headquarters and do things like this. Now I gotta go jump out of this window. That man cannot make an exit. Anyways, this year, if you've been listening to past episodes either live on the radio or by the podcast at www.citr.ca, we've looked at films like My Bloody Valentine, The Brain, Ravenous, Porno, and Possessor. All streamable and downloadable. Now, last Monday, the 2020 Polaris Prize was handed out, and in normal years, when I could do a live show, well, they could also hold a gala, and I could react and share the winner with you. However, since we're still pre-recording all new programming at CITR, that was not the case, and this gala turned into an online cinematic presentation. So, over the past three months, I've shared one song each from one of the ten nominated albums, and this year's winner had enough momentum based on everyone's embracing of her fierce style. Your 2020 Players Prize winner is Backwash. She defeated Pantayo, Katranada, Junior T, Jesse Reyes, Nahiawak, Witch Prophet, U.S. Girls, Lido Pimienta, and Caribou. Backwash, and you need to add an X in between the two compound words. Back X Wash. It's the alias of Shanti Mutinta, born and raised in Zambia, but moved to Canada to study at University of Montreal. She began rapping at Jam Nights and released her debut EP in 2018. And in 2019, she came out as transgender. She became the first black transgender woman to take home the Polaris Prize, worth $50,000 Canadian, in the 15-year history of the awards. Upon winning, Backwash tweeted, Oh my God, and the Ds are at least 12 there. No homo, but we actually did bring horrorcore to the Polaris. She mentioned in interviews she's had a hard time breaking into the Quebec hip-hop scene, though her experimental and metal approach leans in a way that some people haven't been used to in a while, but she's been getting a lot more press about her music, especially in the wake of winning the prize. So from her Polaris Prize-winning album, God Has Nothing to Do With This, Leave Him Out of It, this song features Ada Rook. This is the Polaris Prize-winning Backwash with Black Magic. Inside of me, 
Hard as my bed when I try to leave. Strong as my neck when I try to breathe. Plus my death as I hide to weep. My uncle was tempted with irony. My uncle for dead when he tried to sleep. Fences were shed but just silently. Hiding myself for so violently. I'm feeling like any minute I will let them in. I know that demons be eating me out. Every second here is his lecture chair through the windows to see me shout. Don't know what people are thinking now. If I leave with a read about it, I'm addicted to how I feel. I'm addicted to how I deal. Cause I fuck with, I fuck with black magic, yeah. I fuck with black magic, yeah. I love the bad magic, yeah. I love the bad magic, yeah. Fuck with the mathematics, yeah. Fuck with the mathematics, yeah. I fuck with bad habits, yeah. I fuck with bad habits, yeah. I fuck with black magic, yeah. I fuck with black magic, yeah. I love the bad magic, yeah. I love the bad magic, yeah. Fuck with the mathematics, yo. Fuck with the mathematics, yo. I fuck with bad habits, yo. I fuck with bad habits. The habits I have will never cease to exist. I believe in this shit. I grieve and then I leave in my grip. The hedonism got no air. I gotta breathe in the mist. The smoke in the air is prepared to host the evilness. How deep does it get? The potions I inhale in the well. It's killing and kill. The When they lift up the veil or lift up the curtain, if anything is so certain, the signals is working. This accent is so evil and broken. Yeah, I ain't showered in long. I'm always depressed, dejected every hour at home. The power of clothes, the couch is getting higher and cold. I feel so alone, but I don't wanna pick up the phone 'cause I fuck with black magic. Slick talker, no tricks. It's a 
funny as shit. Finally, the money up a print on the kid and the planet hit skids. Living in a valley of flames like I win. Skyline of blaze and a bomb rock pick. You don't want to acknowledge the wrong, give a shit, never nah. You can talk to me fine when I'm gone. Bad news band along with big claws. Trying to hold a whole lives in his paws and applaud. Swear to God damn, the whole city odd. Make a poor man's heart. We got scars for hearts. Shit for eyes, baby. Living in a one chance lot. So I stick to the heart. Oh my God, I'm old to man. Cash it back. Running through dead song. Hope it don't crash. Fuck, bring it up fast. Be alone, I'm a home and I can and then dash. Fuck y'all got another planet on stash. Far from the fact that the flames are all trash. That is not so, it is ash. You gotta know the past, gotta rap. It's a lover gone mad, but I promise. Baby, if I had another chance, I would give another chance to you. Ooh. If I make another wish, I'll wish for a wish for you. Brass on the magic lamps, damn near rub through. 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 The wish of the wish of the wish of the wish of the chances are that not not coming true. From this year's RTJ4, we heard Goonies versus E.T. Definitely riffing on the idea of 80s adventure films, tying in nicely to our eventual profile in Ghostbusters. Killer Mike and LP ran those jewels, and they had a recent Adult Swim Live special, sponsored by a hippie ice cream company in lieu of a tour, since they are a powerhouse live, and this is as close as we'll get in 2020. And behind me, this is Ogre Sound. From the score to the 2019 documentary The Rise of the Synths, which just came out last week, this song is cheap and fast. Ivan Castell directed this documentary, and it features narration by John Carpenter, and it explores the origin and growth of synthwave from the underground to the retro-inspired soundtracks like Drive, and something that we'll hear from in the next set. Now, in recent news, actor Jeff Bridges announced that he'd been diagnosed with lymphoma. Now, he tweeted that it was scary, but the prognosis for him is still good, so hopefully the positive healing energy heads his way. And Bridges is known for films like, well, The Big Lebowski, but going back to the last picture show, Tron, Starman, The Fisher King, 
and Crazy Heart, which is where Bridges won his sole Oscar so far. He's been an easygoing presence on film and TV since he was a young boy. And in 2015, he put out an album with Kifis Chiancia called Sleeping Tapes, which riffs on an aid that would help you get to sleep while you're in bed if you've been suffering insomnia, but it goes in some wild directions here, as we're about to hear. So from Sleeping Tapes, here's Jeff Bridges with Sleep, Dream, Wake Up.
Maya Hawk offered debut album Blush. The song we heard was so long. Hawk is the daughter of Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman, two great actors, and you recently saw Maya Hawk portraying the character Robin in season three of Stranger Things. In the background, this is Cal Dixon and Michael Stein from that season's soundtrack. This is Code Red. Series four of Stranger Things had filming halted in March this year due to, surprise, COVID-19. But based on photos taken recently, production has started up again in the past month, and it picks up the tale where we left it in 1985, after experiments underneath a new shopping mall led to a major division amongst the characters, spreading out from Hawkins, Indiana, to new locations, including Russia. There's no word yet when season four will air, because, well, they're still filming it, and there's obviously going to be a lot of post-production with it. But in light of continued pandemic life, this definitely will be later into 2021, We'll see, things are very unpredictable. And of course, things are very strange. Now masks in Halloween go together, much in the same way that masks in the pandemic are. We got two songs here tied to this facial obscure that's definitely become a fashion necessity this year. We begin with new music from Angel Deridurian, formerly of the Dirty Projectors, but she's been solo since 2015, and her sophomore album, Find the Sun, came out this September. Here's Deridurian with Mask of Yesterday. 
a Vigoda, the band, not the actor. From the band's final album, 2010's Crush, we heard We Have to Mask. Abe Vigoda, the band, hail from the Island Empire in California, and they started off with a tropical punk vibe before getting darker and hazier, and they officially dissolved in 2014. And behind me, this is Tenderlonious from the London Flautist's 2020 album Quaratenia, one of five releases he's put out through his 22A label this year. This is Mask Up, Glove Up. And Tenderlonious is the alias of Ed Cawthorn, and the recent pandemic allowed him to finally put into use all the synths and drum machines he's been collecting since he was 16 years old. We have new music from Helena Delande out of Montreal. Her debut album, Someone New, came out recently through the Luminelle label after a series of EPs, of which we've shared some songs here on Exploding Head Movies. She toured with Wise Blood and Conan Moccasin. She also opened up for Iggy Pop one show, and she collaborated with JPEG Mafia on a song. And it took two years and some production assistance from Valentin Ignat and Gabe Wax to capture this mixture of synth pop and classic folk here. From someone new, here's Helena DeLonde with Pale.
braids with upheaval number two. You can find this off this year's Shadow Offering album. Montreal Act has changed things up for that fourth album. They stayed close to home, much like everyone else has during this pandemic, and then slyly bringing in Chris Swalla from Death Cab for Cutie fame. And he co-produced, forcing the band out of its comfort zone and exploring the various influences the members have and then unifying them. In the background, this is X Stroke O from her 2017 album Cocoon Egg. This is Incubator, Chamber of Thoughts. Exo is a Vancouverite who's part of the Quantum Natives Collective, and as recent releases go, she did a cover of a song for an Animal Crossing video game charity album, also did an edit to the Duvet Siberia anime theme for yet another charity compilation album. Now, one recent change to the standard BC Halloween is set to happen next year as 2020 marks the final time when fireworks can be legally set off in the week leading up to October 31st. I know this will impact some Diwali celebrations in my neighborhood, but for those folks, or pets who find the bangs and pops of gunpowder traumatizing, or then simply annoying when they go off at 2am, it'll be a welcome break. But we still need some way to light up our now darker evenings as we're in autumn approaching winter. I'd stick with jack-o'-lanterns. At least I won't have to deal with the shrapnel of random junk in my laneway exploding once it is 2021. Well, at least until the next random driver runs over things. We have another act out of Montreal next, and it's Lanair, who previously released music under her birth name of Anna Atkinson, but she switched to Lanair after moving from her folkier past to more electronic paths, mostly surrounding the 80s synth instrument, the Omnichord. Via loops, she uses a limited amount of words or lyrics to vocalize past traumas. It's some fascinating listening here. And from her self-titled release, self-released this year, here's Lanair. L-I-N-A-I-R-E with No Part of Me Ever Dies. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver, broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory from the Student Nest on UBC campus. If you can't listen live to the radio, we're available through Telesoptic Channel 7023. We're streaming live at www.citr.ca. We're available as a podcast via Apple Music, Stitcher, Deezer, Spotify, iHeart, GeoSaven, or whatever tool you use to subscribe to your podcasts. i 
is currently no vaccine to prevent coronavirus disease 2019 or COVID-19. You can protect yourself and help prevent spreading the virus to others if you Wash your hands regularly for 20 seconds with soap and water or alcohol-based hand rub. Cover your nose and mouth with a disposable tissue or flexed elbow when you cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact, one meter or three feet, with people who are unwell. Stay home and self-isolate from others in the household if you feel unwell. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth if your hands are not clean. Monitor yourself for common symptoms of COVID-19, like a fever, cough, or shortness of breath. Call a health professional if you're experiencing these symptoms. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenum-speaking Musqueam people. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
Zugedewiwin, otherwise shortened as Zoon, from this year's Bleached Waves album, we heard Landscapes. Zungedewiwin is the Ojibwe word for strong-hearted, referring to the resilience required to acknowledge one's own weaknesses and face them head-on, being brave to be right, even when the consequences are unpleasant. You may have heard an interview with Zoon leader Daniel Monkman on the CBC radio show Q today, where he discussed spiritual healing and then his 10-year hiatus from the music industry. And some people are calling Bleached Waves moccasin gaze, riffing on the idea of shoegaze as a genre. But it's a symphonic bit of magic. Zoon Gide Ewin. And behind me, this is Graham Miller and Steve Schill. From the original 1984 stage production score to the carrier frequency... This is Beat Frequency Oscillator. It was reissued this year through Finders Keepers, and Miller and Schill were known for their avant-garde theater productions in Leeds, England, and the carrier frequency was a highly lauded post-punk stage piece tied to the cult novelist Russell Hoban and a chopped-up shortwave rebroadcast of his words. I still need to profile Miller and Schill's score to the 1970s felt-like production of the Finnish series The Moomin, otherwise known as The Moomin Trolls. Since it's a complex piece, and there's some discussion about it substituting some other music when it originally came out. We have new music from Metz here, M-E-T-Z. The Toronto post-hardcore duo's new album is Atlas Bending, and it extends on their pummeling sound as they mature. This song is early in the album's narrative as they explore life from the cradle to the grave. And from Atlas Bending, this is Metz with Blind Youth Industrial Park.
Phoebe Bridgers. Off this year's Punisher album, we heard Halloween. And Bridgers has definitely played up this holiday angle throughout 2020 since she's always been seen in a skeletal pajama getup. Just imagine the t-shirt from Spinal Tap, but cozier. Now, I've shared a lot off the album Punisher when it first came out. It's a gleefully sinister, yet cozy listen. In the background, this is Finland's Vladislav Delay, along with Jamaican dub legend Sly Dumbard, Robbie Shakespeare, from this year's 500 push-up collaboration. This is 528. Very appropriate for Exploding Him Movies episode 528. Devours is the alias of Vancouver's Jeff Cascade. And I realize I haven't played this fun yet stark synth-pop number from his most recent album, 2019's Iconoclast. He's been exploring recently a glammy ambient sound with a side project, The Golden Age of Wrestling, but uh, we'll stick with the vocal versions of what he has. So here's Devours with Curmudgeon, here on Exploding Head Movies, CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Nostalgia's the worst Who even needs to give a fuck about the 90s anymore Yet I can't get enough of it Remove my bones and shove me back inside my parents' VCR Guess I got what I wanted I dug my own grave
Aversions, with a demo that came out last year through their SoundCloud, we heard Unreal City. The Vancouver Act's most recent release is the EP Bass Portrait, which came out earlier this year, from around the time this pandemic was just getting started. There's no non-demo version of Unreal City available quite yet, but hopefully that's an indication of new material to come. And behind me, this is Pharmacon, from last year's Devour album, not to be confused by the act Devourers we heard before versions. This song is Spit It Out. Some brutally glorious noise from New York's Margaret Charlotte as she explores existential body horror and institutionalization. Now let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for, for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Some of these will be coming out on Gate Night this Friday, October 30th. As new releases go, Sylvia Nair provides the soundtrack to Anya, and that's out through Ala Bianca. Jeff Grace provides the music to The Artist's Wife, and that's out through Movie Score Media. The Norwegian series Björnstad, known as Bear Town in English, it's scored by Johan Testad, and it's out through Music Super Circus. And Lionel Cohen provides the score to Blackjack, the Jackie Ryan story, and it's out through DNA Productions. Samuel Joseph Smythe's score to The Calls out this week, as does Christopher Thomas's music from Don't Look Back, and then Toby Dundas' soundtrack to Eve. Anne Nicotin provides the music from Four Kids and It. It's out through Lakeshore Records. The Newton Brothers provided the music to the recent Netflix series The Haunting of Bly Manor. It's out through Entrada. A short film called The Human Voice came out recently, and Alberto Iglesias' music appears on an EP out through Quartet Records this week. Silvio Mato and Umberto Smila provide the music to Lockdown Alitaliana. That's out through GMD Music. And Brandon Dallow provides the soundtrack to the Mothman Legacy. It is out this week. Nomataras is scored by Adrian Folks and Federico Yusid, and it's out through Filmax Music. Stephen Price's music from the animated film Over the Moon is out through Milan Records. Petite Vampire is scored by Olivier Davio, and that's out through 22D Music. Eric Neveu provides the soundtrack to Polly, and it's out through Bon Pioche. Carlos Rafael Rivera provides the music to the Netflix chess series The Queen's Gambit, and it's out through Maisie Music Publishing. The TV movie Secret Life of a Celebrity Surrogate. It's scored by Garrett Wonder, and it's out through Movie Score Media. Tom Howe scores another TV movie. It's called Upside Down Magic. It's out through Walt Disney Records. And Alan Silvestri provides the score to The Witches. It's out through Water Tower Music. On the re-release front, there's a limited edition of 3,000 copies of Graham Revelle's score from Child's Play 2. That's through La La Land Records. Otherwise, Glenn Paxton's score to Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. It's out as a limited edition of 300 units through Claw 2 Records this week. We have Lucretia Dalt up next. She was born in Colombia. She then moved to Barcelona and then Berlin. And that's where she mixes experimental pop with philosophy cinema, mythology, and future technology. Over the years, Dalt's music has ditched traditional structures and become a bit more freeform, and this is pretty obvious on her latest album, 2020's No Era Solida. From that album, here's Lucretia Dalt with Kota Q S.
Last night, I left the bar. I was thirsty, and I don't drink wine. I was desperate. I needed blood. I turned to the only place I could. The only place that could possibly help me. Hello, I need some blood. A, positive or negative, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry, we're all out of A, positive and negative. Would you like some O instead? No, no, that won't do. Thank you, good night. Save me. Save yourself. Give blood voluntarily. This message was brought to you courtesy of the Canadian Blood Services and CITR Radio 101.9 FM. Sonia Tagak with Sivolivin Nivut off her 2016 album Retribution. Sivolivin Nivut translates as Ancestors, and it's one of the few songs that features the famous throat singer singing in her native Inuktitut. Tanya Tagak's latest release is last year's Toothsayer EP. In the background, this is Ennio Morricone. From his score to the Franco Zeffirelli adaptation of William Shakespeare's Hamlet which came out in 1990 and starring Mel Gibson. This track is The G-G-G-G-G-G-Ghost. We've shared a lot of Morricone's music since the composer died back in July. I do need to look at some of his more scary music from giallo films from Italy in the 1970s. I might do that for next Halloween. Let's hear some Lady Tron here. The British synth quartet. Their latest release is a 2019 self-titled Back to Brutes Basic. But uh, we'll go with this apt song from their 2002 sophomore album, Light and Magic. So here's Lady Tron with Evil. Evil. 
Stick around, we'll be getting into ghost busting very soon.
from the soundtrack to the 1986 BMX bike film Rad. That was the Australian act Real Life with Semi and Angel. Rad was directed by Hal Needham with Bill Allen, Telia Shire, Ray Walston, and the now disgraced Lori Loughlin, based on her college entrance exam scam. Rad was one of those films that feels very 80s, it ties into the Karate Kid and anything else vying for a mainstream sports vibe. Seems like something I should actually do a proper episode on, sort of like the training montage segments. But, you know, uplifting music. Someone's made a request for it. Rad was filmed in Calgary and Cochrane, Alberta. It was reissued on DVD this year since it got a 4K remaster. And other acts joining real life on the soundtrack to Rad are John Farnham, Hubert Kaw, and Sparks. The subject of an upcoming documentary by Edgar Wright. Now let's get into the 1984 film Ghostbusters here for Exploding Hit Movies Profile. Directed by Ivan Reitman, written by Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, and starring both of them, along with Bill Murray, Sigourney Weaver, Ernie Hudson, Rick Moranis, and Annie Potts. Story about three university scientists who create a paranormal investigation and elimination business looking for ghosts with proton packs, and then trapping them in a storage container in a disused firehouse in New York. Aykroyd originally came up with the idea with John Belushi about a team who fought demonic and supernatural threats across time and space, but after Belushi died and Aykroyd's script was deemed expensive, Ramis helped rewrite the script into a story that was more filmable and set in the present. And behind me, from his score to Ghostbusters, this is Elmer Bernstein with Dana's theme. Bernstein worked with Reitman before on films like Animal House and Meatballs, and we did a past profile on his music from The Great Escape in Exploding Hit Movies episode 232 from September 2014. And then another comedy, Airplane. And you can find that on Exploding Hit Movies episode 339 from November 2016. Bernstein worked in Hollywood for many a year. His first score was for 1951 Saturday's Hero. Also scored famous music from films like The Ten Commandments, The Magnificent Seven, To Kill a Mockingbird, Heavy Metal his Oscar-winning score to the 1967 film A Thoroughly Modern Millie. For Ghostbusters, Bernstein was instructed by Reitman that despite the comedic plot, he had to provide a grounded, realistic score, which proved challenging at first. Bernstein worked with the 72-person Hollywood Studio Orchestra, along with using synths like the Ondas Martinon and the Yamaha DX7 to add some eeriness. So what starts off as antic turns into awesome and mystical in Bernstein's words towards the end. Ghostbusters, the soundtrack was reissued last year in honor of its 35th anniversary. I will listen to the cues from that release through Arista Records. From his score to Ghostbusters, we'll start off with Elmer Bernstein and Library.
Elmer Bernstein from his score to the 1984 film Ghostbusters. We start off with Library, then we heard Plan, which includes sort of like the sweeping theme you hear throughout. Then we heard Fridge and Sign, News, and then a couple short cues, Trap, Mr. Stay Puffed, and in the background, Zool, Part 2. Ghostbusters, the film, was nominated for two Oscars, as mentioned at the top of the show. Ray Parker Jr.'s theme was nominated for Best Original Song, and he lost to Stevie Wonder. Ghostbusters was nominated for Best Visual Effects. Pretty rare for a comedy, but it lost to Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. The film was a smash success. It spawned an 80s animated series called The New Ghostbusters. Since the creators didn't expect the dark film to be a huge hit amongst children, and that allowed characters like Slimer and the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man to tell a larger story. Children's reaction to Ghostbusters fueled into then a tamer 1989 sequel, and it featured a remix of Ray Parker Jr.'s theme by Run DMC. There was a 2016 remake featuring all women. It's called Answer the Call. It felt a little shaggy, but there were some definite highlights there, particularly with Kate McKinnon. It had a dire version of the theme by Missy Elliott and Fallout Boy. And another film, Ghostbusters Afterlife, is due in 2021, and it's directed by Jason Reitman, son of Ivan Reitman. It'll be starring Paul Rudd and Finn Wolfhard. It was originally due out this past July, but... Thanks to COVID-19, it's been pushed back to next June. And apparently Bill Murray is back in the fold as something that held up an original attempt at a Ghostbusters 3 for decades. Elmer Bernstein only won one Oscar, and as I mentioned, it's 1967's Thoroughly Modern Millie. The final film score he composed was for 2002's Far From Heaven, but he also did the TV film from 2004 called Cecil B. DeMille, American Epic. Elmer Bernstein died in 2004 from cancer. He was 82 years old. That's it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up at 9, it's an encore presentation of The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and he will guide you to midnight. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your spooky Monday. If you missed any of this week's episode, please visit the Exploding Head Movies show page at www.citr.ca. You can see track listings and downloads for this episode, along with past ones, plus some places to subscribe to the Exploding Head Movies podcast, which is available through Apple Music, iHeart, Spotify, Deezer, GeoSaven, and Stitcher. Exploding Heavies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter, at 100 Aaron, on Instagram, I am myopic man, but you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Next Monday, it'll be November, and it'll be the day before the big American election, and we're going to focus our profile on Gladiator in honor of its 20th anniversary. Then a cold ambient set before Remembrance Day, since I will be on the road for a little bit, so I gotta do something quick. I will not touch upon political endeavors, since I will not know a thing by the time I'm recording. And then later on in November, we'll look at music from Honor Majesty's Secret Service to keep up a James Bond element, and then Uncut Gems, which has been promised for months. We're going to close with some actual werewolves. It's Bruno and Paolo, two lovely beasts I do know, and they provide some upsetting howls here. They're also quite cute, as their mom wasn't home one night, so beautiful howling duet here which will then lead to a song off the Ghostbusters soundtrack. So 
So it's not Ray Parker Jr. since we kind of started that episode that way. And we'll have the late Laura Branigan. Her 1984 album Self Control was reissued this year, and this song appears on that along with the Ghostbusters soundtrack. So here's Laura Branigan with Hot Night. You have been listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Please try to keep calm and be kind and stay safe during this pandemic. And if you make it into November, that means you have survived Halloween. So play safe out there, all you ghosts and goblins. <laughs> 